It's time for a new adventure. Welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Business. We're into season three, and this is your co-host, Amy Zander, and I'm here with Lisa Fisher, and we have our guest here, Tony Willis from Leap. So how are you two doing? Doing well. Glad to be here. Oh, I was just, we're, we're glad to have you, Tony. So that's it's awesome. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. As our listeners know, we've started off the season kind of chit-chatting about what we've been doing around town. I'll start because I'm really excited about this. Last week, I went twice to the new Phillips Cider Bar that's in, well, it's not new. I mean, they've been around for like a year, but it's in the Frandor area. I went on Wednesday for the Lansing Women's Forum networking monthly meeting. And then I liked it so much, I brought a friend back on Friday and we did some flights. And I I don't want this to make it sound like I have like a cider problem, but I did try a lot of them and it was really good. (laughs) So uh, that was my newest thing that I've done around Lansing. What about you, Tony? What have you been up to? Yeah, newest thing been around Lansing. I would say the newest thing, more or less the same, uh, my usual spots. I go to Summit Comics and Games downtown Mm. uh, quite often. Uh, I'm a comic book collector as well. And for a few series I have. And then uh, my kids have been with a number of events and programming from basketball, students council. And so that keeps me busy in the evenings on top of that. So it's full of family activities going on. Yes, true. I love it most definitely. Well, I'm the boring one because I'll tell you, I went to Solden's and, you know, it's a fun thing to do because you can take your pets there. You can get what you need for your dogs, but I really, really love and appreciate their attentiveness when I, when I go in and help and carry them big old bags of dog food out to my vehicle, but they're just a great local business. Yeah, I agree. The last time I was in there, I saw that they do dog nail trimmings now. And I definitely have to bring my one dog in there because I am terrified of doing that for her. And but she but she needs it, right? So I'm I'm glad that they and that they have a nice location here on the west side by me too. So they're a good local business for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're going to go ahead and I have a bio here that I want to read of Tony. Tony Willis, Chief Equity Development Officer at LEAP. And he's also president at Proto Accelerator. I hope we get to learn about. But Tony is a professional resource charter and economic development strategist. Over the past decade, you're too young for a past decade, Tony has been deeply involved with economic development, specifically when it comes to developing an entrepreneurial ecosystem from the greater Lansing region to foster increased company information, seed and VC investment, resources to enhance connection between entrepreneurial entrepreneurial support organizations, and a culture where people and ideas can move rapidly to the market. So, wow, that was awesome. I know a lot, but we are so excited to have you share with us who you are and tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, thank you so much for that, uh, for the introduction there. And so, once again, Tony Willis, as stated, I'm the Chief Equity Development Officer for LEAP, the Lansing Economic Area Partnership. Uh, we focus on where the region's economic development organization. So, we represent Ingham, Eaton, and Clinton counties. And economic development, for those that don't know, is all about prosperity. That is the end goal, is to have a robust, prosperous, economy where folks have the opportunity to make good money, to have good jobs with benefits, to have dignity attached to those jobs, 
They have the ability to have the means to live a prosperous life, which benefits all. We want to be a, a place of choice where people want to come to and move their person and their business and other things to the Lansing region, knowing those are the outcomes we're striving for. That's what I do in the organization I represent. So my role particular to that is make sure that it's an inclusive economy, making sure that people from uh, all different walks of life, underrepresented folks, so no matter your race, ethnicity, your uh, your status, have ability to participate in the economy. And so we look at to create programs that will help either eliminate gaps create bridges to get folks that actively participate and grow their business, their idea, their involvement in the greater economy of the region. So when you say ideas can rapidly move to market, are you involved in helping a lot of startup businesses? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So first started my career at Leap, I was the manager of business acceleration. So really geared towards helping businesses that come into our community through our services, help them figure out what areas could we best streamline to create efficiencies, to find product market fit, to help help establish channels for growth and their development. So really trying to make sure those businesses are able to hit the ground and move quickly as, as possible to get up and going. So if I was a new, I have a great idea for a new business. How do I go about connecting with Leap? How do what does that process look like? Yeah, so for Leap, we there's many ways to connect. Uh, the best way is to go to our purelancing.com, our website. We have a intake form, uh, which is the most efficient way to connect with Leap. Also, we have our newsletter, our purelancing.com. It's called Leaplet. It's our monthly newsletter for entrepreneurs. It is probably the most comprehensive one in the region. But we look at all different resources, not just from LEAP, but from all of our resource partners throughout the Tri-County community. They're called ESOs, Entrepreneur Support Organizations out there that have a myriad of programs. And so we compile all these with upcoming events, competitions, applications, meetups, networking events, and so forth, where individuals can have that information readily at their disposal and incorporate in their own calendars take advantage of those opportunities. So, you know, our intake form on our website, the leaflet uh, newsletter, and then all of our information for staff is available online too. So you can feel free to reach out to us directly as well. But those other two mediums are the best way to get the overall experience that Leap has to offer for entrepreneur. Do you have a vetting process of saying that, hey, you got a great idea, you need to go back to the drawing board or... How do you go about selecting who might be able to take advantage of the services and your affiliates that are taking place? Each one has their own uh, criteria and program. So for elite programs specifically, we have usually if it's like one of our accelerators or course type model programs, there's an application period where we ask questions for the you know participant uh, or applicant, and then those are reviewed by a diverse group of reviewers, whether in our organization as well as some outside parties to make sure that we can eliminate biases through application review and also understand where somebody's at on their journey if they're a best fit for a program right now. So we have great systems to look through. And then we try to provide advice 
if you weren't able to get into a current program right now, we try to give you some advice of understanding why. And it's not always because your idea wasn't great or you're not the right. There might be somebody that was just at that time more readily and, and aligned for those services at that moment. Just because you didn't win doesn't mean necessarily you, your idea isn't valid or doesn't have a fit for the competition or a program. It's more or less that there's a lot of folks that apply. We only have so many opportunities to fill out certain slots. And we have to figure out who and where is the best we can support at that point in time. And we try to make sure that you, as the person that maybe didn't uh, get into the program, have a, a soft landing into other resources that are out there within the community. So let's talk for a minute about the one and all program. We have had a couple of guests on our show that have gone through that program. I know Lisa and I have both been mentors in that program. So talk Thank a little bit. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. So talk about that for a little, a little bit. Yeah. So one and all is uh, one of our flagship programs really. We launched this in 2020, right in the pandemic. We had no idea it was going to be virtual. This was our first virtual program, too, because of the pandemic constraints with that. We were able to get initial funding support from the MEDC, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, as well as Consumer Energies Foundation to launch this program in its uh, initial year there. And so the program has been going on since then. So far, we've had seven cohorts of entrepreneurs go through this program, and each cohort is roughly between 18 and 24 individuals. So we're looking at just under 130 alumni of the one and all program. So uh, time goes by fast. The impact is there. And so the program is an eight week cohort based program. So we take in the 18 to 20 ish entrepreneurs and they all go through a curriculum, an eight week curriculum where we talk everything from business basics to understanding the premise of your entity. Uh, selection type, marketing, accounting basics, just a foundational level. So that's the knowledge resource part. Then each entrepreneur, as you both mentioned here, will have a mentor associated with them because that's just what you know. It's also who you know and who's there in your corner to root you on and give you advice from their own lived experiences to help guide you to see things maybe through a different perspective, give you encouragement or give you different options of how to handle a certain situation or obstacle in your way. And then the last component of this, so the mentorship, the education, then the last component is the uh, $2,500 seed grant that each uh, graduate of the program receives. So we know we have some financial capital incentive to help spur and develop that idea off the ground. And this program is even more unique because it's focused on individuals that are at or below the Alice threshold. That's the asset limited income constrained employed. That's what Alice is, those five letters there, five words there, threshold. So those are folks who are employed, have a job, uh, they're above the poverty line, but not making enough to get to cover all their basic needs. So you're above the poverty limit, but not making enough to really cover all your basic needs. And in Michigan, unfortunately, roughly 40% of households in Michigan are at or below the Alice threshold. So this program was very intentional, being economically inclusive, to make sure that folks at different income levels have opportunity to go and uh, start their business venture because business ownership is a part of wealth gaining. And 
that says uh, wealth is a big part of prosperity, as I mentioned, what economic development is all about. So we want to make sure that folks of all different income levels have the ability to pursue a venture uh, to get that off the ground. I thoroughly enjoyed my time as being a mentor. And it was, it was cool because when you sign up to be one, all the, the, the people in the cohorts do a, a pitch or a little like kind of elevator speech, a video of who they are yeah. and what they're doing. And as a mentor, you get to go through and look at them all and then pick a few that you're like, I think I'd be a good match for this person for whatever reason. And then they match you up. And I, that was my favorite part, just watching all these amazing people, like just pitching their stuff and their enthusiasm yeah. for it. That was really cool. So uh, just so our listeners know for this LEAP program, not only are you continually looking for participants to be in the cohort, but you're also looking for mentors. Absolutely. Yeah. So if to any of our listeners out there, if, if you're thinking, oh, I'd like to do that or men- mentor a, a starting business or something like that, please go to the, the purelancing.com website and, and find out more about it because it's, it is very rewarding and it's, it's not super time consuming. I think you just, you just meet with the person once a week or so for their whole time. And, and then you get to like cheer them on like, yay, I helped this person <laughs> with their business. Right. Like it's very, it's very satisfying. So I encourage our Spot listeners out there. That. Yeah. It's a great program. So, you know, you talked about the success of this area, right? The growth and bringing in diverse companies. What have you seen over your last 10 years, Tony, that you've been doing this? Oh, wow. Okay. Great question there. You know, at least there's been so many, uh, I've seen the Lansing economy. That's, and Lansing is the region. It really mature over the last 10 years further. In the last few years, we've seen more foreign direct investment than we've seen pretty much in decades past. And foreign direct investment are companies, which is in general terms is like the crown joy, crown jewel of economic development is where another outside entity firm picks your community to develop and grow their business in, which creates new wealth, new job opportunities. It's a net positive to your community versus somebody just relocating within your community from one county to another. That's more like a, a migration of stuff, right? That's not nearly necessarily new. There might be some expansion there, but a foreign direct investment coming into your community, that could be from another state, another country coming into your community definitely adds that net advantage there. And we've seen that from the Glambia project in uh, Plant County and where that's the dairy processing uh, plant there. That was a net project. Norm's Fastener, just last year, they create all the different screws, uh, brackets, and fasteners for stuff to be built with. And they are, they start off with just a sales office in Lansing. Now they're developing into a full plant operation in our community. And so those are big ones. You know, the other projects like Amazon was out there, was a net new project as well. You see a lot of our built infrastructure come to be when the new, especially East Lansing, the higher buildings that are developed, that's new economic development activity, uh, target locating that community as well, and as well as the vertical rising of those uh, buildings in the community. So that's been new, uh, been something I've seen over the last 10 years. Also, the maturation of our entrepreneurial support organizations. When I got started at LEAP, you know, before I worked at LEAP, I was uh, at a financial institution at MSU Federal Credit Union for a number of years and in the business services department. 
And at that point in time, there are only a few different, uh, as I said, entrepreneur support organizations, ESOs out there. And that was the SBDC Entrepreneur Institute, I believe it was called, and Allen Neighborhood Center uh, with their kitchen offerings. Maybe a few more, but not that many, maybe like one more, possibly. But that's you know grown also. So we have the Fledge. We have Transformation Gems with Carmen Thomas, focused on women and women of color entrepreneurs. We have the Melanated Business Alliance. Uh, the Refugee Development Center also offers now entrepreneurial programming. There's even more than that. MSU has offering for the community as well from their Bro College of Business. So so that so to part of that answer to your question was a number of services and partners have expanded their offerings to further support the entrepreneurial ecosystem. And a lot of individuals have also come into that. One analogy or reference I like to use is like the goal is gumbo. At one point, we're like chicken noodle soup, and which is like a disparate amount of broth, chicken, a carrot piece here, and a noodle, and very low, very much emptiness out of the broth, right? <laughs> Gumbo is a lot denser and we want a more denser, collaborative yeah. and intricate ecosystem. And that's what we're going for. And so we've, we've seen that transition. We're not quite gumbo yet, but we're getting more towards like gumbo. Gumbo that's adjacent. <laughs> gumbo, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I see us growing, heading that way. Do you work for Michigan State University? Are you looking for solid retirement planning advice? Reach out to Dave and Nick, hosts of the Kitchen Table Finance Podcast and Certified Financial Advisors. They specialize in the unique benefit plans offered by MSU and how to capitalize on all you have available to you through your investments. Sure, you can glance at your package once a year and check some boxes, or you can make your money work for you. Find out if you're getting everything you could be with your MSU retirement plan by contacting Shotwell Rudder Bear Financial Planners at srbadvisors.com or simply search for the Kitchen Table Finance Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Kitchen Table Finance Podcast, hosted by Shotwell Rudder Bear Financial Planners. So as you're talking about all of these ESOs and different things like that, I have to admit that I've really, most of my business ownership and entrepreneur experience has been in this area in Lansing. And I've, you know, I'm familiar with SVDC and different things like that. But in your, in your opinion, do you think that other larger towns in Michigan have as much to help you know, small businesses and stuff as we do, or are we like, where do you think we fall? To me, well, to me, it seems like there's so much available, right? There's just an amazing amounts of things available. And I, and I didn't ask the question to like make Lansing area look bad. I just feel like we're, we're good and we're solid in that area. I completely agree with that, Amy. Yes. For all the different regions throughout the state of Michigan and different communities that I've come across and we work with and that MEDC also holds a quarterly ecosystem partner meeting. So all of us in this space uh, can come together and talk about what's going on. I would say we're in the top four for sure. And when it comes to the variety of programs that are offered, the number of organizations that support uh, different levels of entrepreneurs in different parts of their journey, we are definitely, we have grown tremendously over this last 10 years here. So your assessment that we're in a good spot 
is is how I see it as well. Always room for improvement. Sure. Always different, you know, areas to fill or niches and gaps to fill in. But holistically, we have risen uh, quite well over that last you know, a few years here. That's good to hear. You know, Detroit <laughs> is probably still, the metro Detroit area is still probably number one for this, the the population density of it. Right. The variety of funders, there's more money out there, more foundations that support in that program as well. Wayne State and through Tech Town is very active in the community that way. Us in Grand Rapids, I mean, I'll probably put us over Grand Rapids. Yeah, no, mm. yeah, I love our Grand Rapids partners, but mm. like program offerings in our ecosystem, yeah. I think our ecosystem is that diverse and they're a bigger area as well and population area too. So right. I would say we compete very closely. Yeah. Well, and Lansing's gritty, you know, like we're, we got <laughs> grit, like people, blue collar grit. We work hard. Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Different, That's different, vi- different vibe here. <laughs> yes. Honey, there is a different yeah. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel is on the horizon to take Lansing to the next level or to take the region because you do support the region and so do we. So what, what's on the horizon to take that to the next level? Oh, great question there. What I see on the horizon are a few items here. One, I see MSU playing a more active community engaged role in the future here. I really feel like uh, the right people are in the right places. The public pushes there as well that we want to see MSU expand beyond its campus into the greater community further and create those lines of connection to help foster more economic opportunity for a whole. I, I feel that's happening. It will happen further. Uh, we've seen you know different opportunities take place with MSU into Detroit and as well as Grand Rapids. And we want to see that more here in the Lansing region community as well. I feel we'll see more of that happen in the near future. I also believe that our attraction efforts have really hit momentum over this last uh, four years because I've been at Leap for, you know, like I said, over a decade now. And the first few years, I mean, nothing happened in the attraction space, honestly. And it was tough. We did a great job of expansion and retention of businesses, but not attracting that. But over the last few years, we have done a great job at that, attracting new projects, Altium being one of those, the GM and LG chemical uh, joint venture, the battery manufacturing plant, Altium is one, the ones I mentioned before from Glambia, Norms Fasteners, and a number of others outside of that. We've really put numbers on the board in a category that we didn't have numbers up on the board for. And so I feel like that will continue to develop. And then on the horizon too, we've, in the entrepreneurial support world, we just signed an agreement with the Small Business Support Hub. It's an initiative from the MEDC, which will really strengthen our entrepreneurial ecosystem that we talked about. And you'll see a number of LEAP programs grow and scale, as well as our partner programs as well. So this not only funds LEAP, it funds our partner organizations as well. So you can see, you know, as we look in February here, that those programs will develop uh, quite nicely in, in the near future. You know, and you talked about growing our diverse, right? Our diverse entrepreneurial Absolutely. footprint, if you will. And I know you've got many great programs that are surrounding that. Yeah. How have you seen that space grow? It's grown beyond my expectations for the better, honestly. You know, Leap was very intentional 
uh, with making sure that all people have access to the opportunities, especially during the pandemic time frame where we had to develop, literally develop brand new systems to award folks money, to review applications, to create contracts, make sure the word and the marketing and awareness is out there to variety of different communities of folks from different social economic backgrounds, folks in different geographies across all regions, urban, rural, suburban, across the board there, as well as different language barriers. And so we would make sure that we had that in mind. And from that, we've learned so much within that process. And we had one of the most diverse applicant or grant recipient pools from the state of Michigan. And then moving forward, to our programs. One and All is a socioeconomic program that's at our Below Alice, which was new for that. We also received funding uh, to create a program called Elevate, which was the region's first Black business accelerator program, which have applications are currently open still. We've uh, recently announced our newest program called Ascend, which is our region's first business accelerator program for Hispanic and Latino entrepreneurs in our community. And so we're really trying to make sure that we have, we're meeting people where they're at. We're showing that we want to grow and support a variety of folks in our region and that we're creating programs that are culturally sensitive and competent to help businesses with their unique needs mm-hmm. in that space. I love it. I love it. We've met some amazing people that have gone through the Elevate program. Risky Studios with Joshua. He has gone through the Elevate program and he's actually partnering with us when we don't have bad weather in recording in his studio. But yet there have been a lot of amazing success stories that have come from Leap. And if you don't mind, what has been your, what do you feel is the greatest success story that has come out of Leap? (laughs) The greatest success story. That's a tough one. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The greatest. Oh, wow. There are so many. And I always tell everybody this when I say a story. It's really, it's always the entrepreneur. We provide additional support, but the individual has to drive their own business growth, right? We're, you know, we can't make it happen for you. And so all credit, you know, the majority of credit goes to the individual. We just play a support role to help make sure you can get there to your destination faster, if not even further than your original destination of success. Uh, one that comes to mind, I think everybody loves this one. If you love a great uh, taste and a great treat is uh, Mr. Leslie Cheesecake, a great entrepreneur uh, locally based here, uh, producing out the Allen Neighborhood Center and their kitchen facilities, their, their accelerator kitchen facilities. And so you think back to... You know, 2019, um, Mr. Leslie and Marcus Leslie has a phenomenal business model. His culinary skill set is superb, as you can all taste the love and the thoughtfulness within each uh, production. But then he, starting off his journey was within the farmer's market and specialty order uh, type of business category. Instead of going into the retail facility through conversations he decided to go, Philippe, other folks decided to go, especially his wife, decided to go to the wholesale market. And you've seen his business grow dramatically over that. I think right now we're producing between 700 to 1,000 cheesecakes a week. To wow. Fulfill, 
right? You yeah. know, to fulfill the market of that. And so you're producing that quantity. I believe he's in uh, 16 supermarket locations here. Uh, every local, as in the regional Myers and our uh, Lansing region he's in, as well as some in Grand Rapids, Detroit, and a few other grocery store venues as well. Okay. So seeing somebody have that success and growth increased revenue, increased uh, profitability, as well as brand marketing. I mean, it shows a lot. So that is definitely top of mind as one of the biggest success stories we've had here. And there's others that go along with that as well. Uh, Sweet Encounter Bakery, uh, Nikki Thompson Frazier, you know, so much support. And I call her the the like the Floyd Mayweather of pitch competitions because yes. one year she's you can't you know you, you can't beat Nikki if you see Nikki in a pitch competition you might as well uh, pray real hard and hopefully she <laughs> comes second place yeah <laughs> she's gonna <laughs> take number one and so but yeah there are so many great entrepreneurs out there and on the tech side you know we have companies like Great Lakes Crystals Technology which is an MSU startup that's working out to grow diamonds, to help develop and grow diamonds for equipment, both industrial as well as electronic equipment usage. So it's, those are all some great success stories. But Marcus Leslie really holds a special place in my heart and mind when it comes to a more recent one, for sure. Right. With his project and getting him um, going into wholesaling and getting into the establishments like Meyer and things like that, is that something that your program helped him figure out how to do, or did he do that on his own? Is that like the kinds of help that people can think about getting yeah. from these programs? Yeah. That definitely is the kind of help. So, right. you know, he was already on the, you know, initial conversations helped steer that direction, but we, he was already into some wholesale. We got into the Elevate program. I think things just expanded from there. I think, you know, one of the biggest uh, main technical assistance provider, Laura Sigmund with Best Practices, uh, consulting services really who's our main coach for that program is all about you know uh, SOPs standard, standard operating procedures mm-hmm. to assist right, right you know right. and making sure that creating the same quality at a vast quantity becomes a critical thing yeah right? you want to grow too fast mm-hmm. correct compromise you know? and, yep. and compromise yeah. right yeah. you got to make sure we all have been there somewhere where we bought something one time. It's not quite the same as we bought it the next time. And that creates, because as humans, we have an expectation of mm-hmm. this thing. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. And him to continue to produce that many at that same quality where you have that same feeling over and over again, that shows that he took uh, some of those uh, internal coaching conversations to heart and executed them flawlessly to continue to do that success. I want to mention real quick, for Nikki Frazier. She was one of our very first uh, guests on our show, one of our very first ones. And I recently saw on her social media um, the cutest video of her jumping up and down, screaming and yelling because Oprah heard of her color purple cupcakes. 
and like them for wow. the new color purple that's coming out. And I watched that video like four times because it just made me smile so hard because her, her enthusiasm, she's so cute. And she was like yelling and screaming. So uh, she's got she's got a good social media accounts for, for her too. Wow. So I, I just wanted to say that because I saw it recently. Yeah. And she is a regional success story for Lansing. Absolutely. Major, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, she's helped uh, bring lights to Naps Building further downtown there. Mm-hmm. Uh, her... And you think about those businesses that are getting, you know, markets throughout the state and goals to be fully throughout the state and beyond in the next year or so. When Nikki was food encounter, getting that national coverage, that means something for our community and right. that recognition that these yeah. businesses are here from the Lansing community and are producing that type of uh, outcome alone. So I think it, it shows a lot and shows well uh, for us all. See their mm-hmm. success, but it has. Um, I could talk to you all day about amazing things. But is there anything that we have not asked you about Leap about yourself that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, you know, I'll just say, you know, Leap is here to support the greater prosperity of the region. And if you have idea, you have a business, you're looking for support, you're looking for direction. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. I love the work that I do. I love to see the impact I have within the community. I'm fortunate to have this type of role and this type of impact. I can't wait to see what Lansing continues to develop into in the next few years here and beyond. And so those are some some last you know, sentiments or words to put out there. If you're an entrepreneur, ask for advice. Uh, ask for critique. Uh, don't take it personal, uh, necessarily. It's You want to figure out how to grow and do the best you can. You're not alone. You know, we're in a community where we mentioned previously all the different resources out there and it may take time. And there are many ways to get to the end goal. So you might have to retool, repivot, relaunch, rebrand, remarket to who, what category it is that you're going for. Take that all into consideration upon your journey. Just have faith in the process, have faith in the work that you put in and know that there is a community out there of folks that are looking to support you because we want you to win. Absolutely. So for our listeners, if you go to purelancing.com, that is the official website for Leap. And there is a tab at the top called Startups and Entrepreneurs. And then it lists uh, information about all of their different programs that they have. That's where you can sign up for their Leap Lit newsletter. And then they also have a calendar of events on there too. So uh, like Tony said, if 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 you're even thinking about a business or don't know where to start, this would be a good good place for you to start and start talking to some folks. This has been an amazing conversation. Uh, I, I really like to learn that Lansing is is a forefront uh, in the state for helping businesses. So Lisa, what what is one key thing you learned today from talking to Sony? A, there's a lot of programs out there, but really the footprint that they're leaving, what they're doing in this state. And it's not just, like you said, it's you have tools and resources. The entrepreneurs have to take them and run with them and, and do the, the labor, the hard work to get yep. there. But just all the resources that you have available and the growth that we're anticipating and have seen is just phenomenal. So thank you. Thank you for being with us today. How about you, Amy? What was your takeaway? Well, I learned that we can all agree that Lansing is gritty when we have grit. <laughs> and that I like that Tony said that we're, we're on par or maybe a little bit better than Grand Rapids. 
That's not a competition. Everybody in the state yes. deserves to have help and get their business That's started right. and not to emerge. But we're here to champion the Lansing area region. I just had to give that shout out. I learned that. And I, I do like to to know that that I, you know, that, you know, we're we're good. We're we're really helping people. There's so many organizations out there to take advantage of. So I appreciate you validating that, Tony, and letting our listeners know about even more things that they can they can take advantage of and, and talk to. So um one last question before we go, Tony. Is there anybody specific or general that you really want to connect with that this podcast might help you with doing that? Oh, specific or general? Let's see here. I'm open to a lot of ideas with this. You know, if there's somebody out there that's focusing on the reuse economy, so you think of the next part stage of items, I think that's a viable industry that Michigan can explore further. So somebody with that background, as well as in the biodiversity reuse industry. Michigan is the second biodiverse and agricultural production in the nation. So it's California, the Michigan, as the most diverse things that are being produced. So I would love to learn more and figure out how we can create collaborations between those. So Wow. I learned, that's another fact I learned. Okay. That's <laughs> Come on in clutch right at the end. All right. <laughs> Excellent. You got to take one, you know, I, you got to end with one of those. So, but. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, Sony, for being here with us and enlightening us on all the ways that entrepreneurs and people in our region can, can help the Lansing area and get help themselves. We, we've really enjoyed having you on here. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Lisa. It's my pleasure. I appreciate you guys' support and the work you do to tell these stories and get this out there to the community. Hats off for having on to you both <laughs> on this, uh, <laughs> for this conversation. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for joining us again for another episode of Adventures in Business. If you liked this episode, if you like Lansing in the Lansing area and you want to see us grow and prosper some more, tell a friend about this episode. Tell two friends about this podcast or episode and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would love to uh, have more followers. And uh, our whole goal here is to just promote Lansing and all the cool things and amazing things that we're doing in our area. So So spread the word and we release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find them wherever you find your podcasts or especially on our YouTube channel, Adventures in Business. So we hope you have a great day out there in the Michigan winter. And as always, please go out and make it an adventure. This is a Xenia Media Production.